Hello and welcome to the Feminine Millionaire Show. I'm your host, Polly Alexander. I'm a success coach, intuitive healer, and a passionate creative. And I believe that we all have the power to manifest magic and miracles into our life. If creating success in a spiritual, feminine, and joyful way is your goal, this show is for you. You'll understand how to overcome your past, bring your soul's greatest gifts to the world and up-level your income, impact, joy and happiness. Let's all rise together. Hello and welcome to podcast episode 118, how to bounce back from a business failure. Before I dive into today's topic, I just want to say it feels so good to be back home on Ibiza. Sometimes you just have to go away to appreciate what you have back home. And I love going away and I also love coming home because you see everything with fresh eyes, with a new sense of appreciation and delight. My trip to LA was full of learnings, adventures, delights, surprises, awarenesses and growth. But it is so very grounding to be back home. And I wasn't here last week on the podcast because it was actually the Thrive Beautifully Live event happening. A two-day online event that is part of the Thrive Beautifully Mastermind membership. So in these two days, we get together online and I lead powerful sessions on deep healing, personal development and business growth. So in this year's event, because everyone is different, topics included elevating your revenue through automation in your business so that you make more whilst working less. It included a session on psychic and intuitive development to open up your connection to your intuition. So some pretty diverse topics there. We also did healing on self-worth and self-love. Here's what couple of attendees said about that event. Thank you for crafting a sacred space, but also nurturing it with unwavering care and intention. The event's ability to harmonise feminine energy and masculine teachings in perfect synergy was truly inspiring. The positive impact it has had on both my personal life and my business is immeasurable. I now stand transformed and have since stepped into my leadership role. This transformation is all thanks to your incredible intuitive abilities and dedication to the group. I am immensely grateful for making this extraordinary experience possible. So just wanted to give you a little insight there into what it's like to be in my world. Um, 
This is a private event and it is only available for members of the Thrive Beautifully Mastermind, but it is such a powerful, transformative event. Uh, that's why I keep it as a part of this year-long journey. So back to the podcast. So I've really enjoyed diving into the conversation about healing in the last month. And this week, we're going to shift the conversation slightly to business and mindset and an important topic I haven't yet covered on the podcast. So in all my work, whenever I'm working with clients on business, it always involves inner transformation. It always involves healing. But today I'm going to talk about three things to do when you have a failure in business. Three things that are going to help you bounce back from a failure. And then I'm going to share some real life examples of how clients in my Thrive Beautifully Mastermind have bounced back from failures. Because it's really important that you realize as an entrepreneur, you're going to fail. You're going to have failures. And if you haven't yet, you just haven't been in it long enough. I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years now. And I've had ideas, courses, launches, things I've created that have failed. I've had things that other people might have thought were successful, but felt like a failure to me. So equipping yourself with the wisdom and the knowledge and the tools to handle failure is absolutely essential for your longevity as an entrepreneur. So here's three things to do when you have a failure in business. Number one, pause. Pause. Don't rush into reacting. Don't rush into fixing, changing, tinkering. Just really pause and reflect. Don't bypass the emotions. This is really important. Don't bypass the emotions. Feel the disappointment. Feel the sadness. Feel the sense of failure. Feel whatever emotions get triggered for you. Take time to evaluate reflect and receive the learnings. And the way I like to do this is in my journal. But also after a launch, I will have a meeting with my team and I will get their feedback on what worked and what didn't work and what could have worked better. This period of reflection is your opportunity to receive the learnings. And the learnings are the gift. Giving yourself the opportunity to receive the learnings is critical. Okay, number two. Things to do when you have a failure in business. Watch what you are making it mean. Now, you're going to jump automatically to a meaning. It means I'm not good enough. It means nobody wants what I have to offer. 
It means my offer was too expensive. It means there's too many people already offering this. It means I'm not good enough. It means nobody wants to spend money right now. You can spot all of these stories that get immediately triggered in your head and you want to capture those. You want to write them down. What am I making this mean? What are those automatic thoughts? But there's one thing that is very common and this is the biggest thing to watch out for. Don't make it mean you are a failure. So you want to distinguish between this project or launch or venture or idea was a failure as opposed to I am a failure. You can still be a success and fail. You can still be a successful entrepreneur and have failures. Just because this thing failed doesn't mean you are a failure. It's just something that's happened in your business. And it's not that you personally are a failure. You need to separate the two. And the third thing to do when you have a failure in business is to be available for the redirection. What does that mean? Well, where's this outcome trying to take you? Get curious where you are being redirected. So for example, could it be a different way of delivering your service? Could it be a different offer? Could it be a different focus for now? Could it be changing your marketing? Changing your marketing methods or platforms? Could it be changing your message? Or even changing who you are targeting? The redirection can show up in many different ways, but when you take that time to pause and evaluate, reflect and receive the learnings, you will be able to identify the redirection available here. Okay, so I'm going to share a couple of different examples from members of my Thrive Mastermind. So both client A and client B launched an online course and for neither member did it go as planned, but their scenarios were quite different. So let's take a look at what they learned. So client A launched an online course and she had ambitious goals for the numbers she wanted to reach. And even though there were double digit sales of this new course and people loved it, she felt like a failure because she didn't hit her own goals. And she also didn't enjoy the launch process. So what were the outcomes? Well, here's a few of them. What were the gifts? She got clarity on what to focus on in her business. And 
she pivoted the focus of her business as a result of that. She realized that online courses were not where she wanted to grow right now. And she got clarity she much prefers delivering in live workshops and events. So she was able to pivot the focus of her business in a more aligned direction. She also, in the process of running that course, created an asset she can sell again and again in the future. She's created a self-study course or product that people can take again and again so she can help many people without requiring her to show up personally. She also created a great transformation for the clients that took that course, which is a huge win. And she gave a lot of people an experience of working with her who could also become future repeat clients. Now, she wouldn't have got any of those learnings if she hadn't launched that course. So let's go on to client B. Well, client B also launched an online course. And although three people were seriously interested in joining, she ultimately didn't get any sales. However, two will likely join in the future and one is a strong contender for becoming a one-to-one client. So that launch could actually generate revenue. However, what did she achieve? Well, she successfully pulled off an entire online marketing and launch funnel for the first time and actually nailed every aspect of it with what she learned in Thrive from the sales page to the social media marketing to the webinar to the communication flow to the copy. This is no small feat. And through doing this, she proved to herself she can do it. She built her confidence, her knowledge, She hired a great VA, she established a new brand, and she got her first launch done. She also got great feedback from the webinar attendees. And she had the opportunity to choose to see this as the start of something big. She chose to be proud of what she had pulled off and done and is already planning the next launch because she didn't make it mean she was going in the wrong direction. She didn't make it mean she was a failure. So these opportunities are available to you too. And of course, this is part of what I lead people through in Thrive Beautifully is navigating the ups and downs, the successes and failures of business as we evolve and grow. I'm going to end with a beautiful quote from Sarah Blakely, who actually grew up with a father who would ask her every single day, how did you fail today? And in case you don't know it, Sarah Blakely was the billionaire founder of Spanx. And she was brought up being encouraged to fail because of how she grew and what she learned as a result. And let's finish with her words. I think failure is nothing more than life's way of nudging you that you are off course. Don't be afraid to fail. Failure isn't the end result. It just shows you what didn't work. It's up to you to find a new 
way. It's been amazing to be here with you today. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And if you are getting value from these episodes and stories and interviews and shares, then I would love you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can just scroll down to the ratings and review section and leave your review there. And I want to say a huge thank you. We've had so many amazing reviews. I didn't realize because I can only see the ones in my territory on Apple iTunes, but we've got a piece of software that lets me see the reviews left from all around the world. So I want to say global people, my global family, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate this. Your words really mean a lot to me and help attracting new listeners to the podcast. So thank you for being here with me today. Have a wildly abundant week. Change your attitude to failure and go out there and be a success. See you again next week.